0: Hi and welcome to Nuance Podcast with Logan and Yuzha, where we seek to develop a space of vitality for nuanced discussion about fundamental principles of human connection.
1: Our message is to think of and for yourself, to accept others and their thoughts, and to empower each other. Follow us as we follow our curiosity and enjoy the episode.
0: Is this thing on? (laughs) 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 We're back. So, this last couple of weeks has been full on, Mm -hmm. um, in a good way, in a really good way. Yeah, in a really good way. In a very exciting way. Our life has somewhat shifted uh, dramatically now to what it was a couple of weeks back. Yeah. Ever since you discovered theater and we recorded the last episode, you've just dived headlong into the theory and and everything about it. Mm
1: -hmm. And practiced it. Put it into practice,
0: and that's probably where I want to start today. Yeah, um, because I would love to get into theatre a little bit and rack your brain a bit on what you've learnt and uh, how you're putting it into practice. Uh, But because it is such a dense topic, um, it's probably not the easiest thing for me to just rattle questions off to you straight off the bat. Mm -mm. So instead of doing that, I'm going to instead start by giving my, I guess, perspective. On what the healing session is like, yeah.
1: Um, Your experience with theatre,
0: yeah. for what well, yeah, my experience as the patient when it comes to theatre, sure. Uh, because it's been really eye-opening for me. Really, and enlightening I have for been me.
1: using you as a guinea pig, so for people, I don't think people know that.
0: Uh, yeah, right. So obviously, <laughs> you know, for for needing practice, uh, I am the person in the closest vicinity, <laughs> so I am the one that gets to shoulder the burden of being the guinea pig
1: it's it's not a burden (laughs) it's a gift
0: (laughs) it's been it's been an amazing gift um yeah so i guess i'll just start by probably beginning right back to when i was uh, a young a young boy (laughs) i have always had a really dodgy nose yeah um in the sense that it's blocked like majority of the time um and when it's not blocked, it's running. Mm-hmm. Very rarely do I actually have full functionality of my taste and my, and my smell. I know. Um, so, <laughs> yeah. when yours cooks me wonderful, um, tasty, tasty flavoursome meals, more often than not, I actually can't even taste what's in it. I, my, my smell and taste palette is like black and white.
1: Although you do taste barbecue sauce.
0: It's one of the few things I can taste. Maybe that's why I like it so much. <laughs> Ooh, <laughs> we won't get into that because I know that'll anyway. bother you. So yeah, we when I was when I was a kid, there was a lot of things that my parents tried to do for me to try and help me out to try and clear my nose up because mm. this was just something that was really just bothersome yeah. for everyone involved. Um, we I remember going to a Chinese herbalist. Mm-hmm. To see if there was any like Chinese traditional medicines that might be able to help, and I remember taking this like green potion thing that was just really not very tasty. And I think I had maybe one or two cups of it. I can't remember exactly the amount, but I just remember it didn't last very long. Um, it didn't exactly do the job. Obviously, it didn't. Clearly. <laughs> <laughs> um, but again, not not a knock on Chinese medicine at all. That was just a remedy that didn't quite cut it for me. We went to see a specialist to ascertain whether or not I had allergies or there was something else that was causing me to be overly sensitive to things in my environment that was causing it. Mm -hmm. So I can't exactly remember how the allergy test went, but I think what they would do is they'd write on your forearm, the underside of your forearm, what you were being tested For. for, So, like, I got tested for, like, a whole bunch of hair, like, horse, dog, cat, uh, camel, no, no, like, just a whole bunch of, like, of animal hair, um, grass, and food. we see camels
1: all the time. Yes. They're just everywhere.
0: We, do, do you know that Australia is a mass exporter of camels, from what I heard? From mm. what I, I've read one time? Yeah. yeah like, we produce animals. Wait, I knew that. I uh, knew camels that. Camels on mass, like... Yeah. Anyway, um so... <laughs> Uh, and, and then they, they prick you and they put the, whatever the, the, the allergen that they're testing you for on your forearm, yeah. and depending on how big the welt shows up on your arm is how yeah. allergic you are to that. Mm-hmm. And registered. it just so happened that I was just showed up in big welts. Mm. So I was, according to the specialist, highly allergic to like a lot of stuff, mm. So like dust mites and stuff as well. So that meant um, a rigorous cleaning regime of the house constantly, which I had to be a part of. So we. We do a lot of vacuuming, dusting, and it got pretty bloody intense. Unfortunately, that didn't really do the job either. Yeah. So, it was like we were trying a couple of different things it wasn't really working, really frustrating. I still have, like, nose plugs constantly, 24-7. Yeah. Um, <laughs> what else? I think there was there was something else that we tried. Oh, diet Rhino- adjustment.
1: Diet adjustment and Rhinocort.
0: Yes, that's right. That was the thing that ended up working. Yeah. Um, Tried to come off wheat and dairy. Might have worked. Can't really remember, but not really sustainable because basically that leaves you with a diet of cardboard and (laughs) it's not really something that I was that enthused about remaining on. So that didn't really last long. Ended up settling on nasal um, decongestant spray, RhinoCort, garlic tablets. Ended up, I think, ultimately being the RhinoCort that was my, I'll say, saviour because it did clear my nose up. Mm. Every time I used it, it did clear it. It was the only thing that worked. Until
1: you got off it.
0: And then when I went off it, I, I, so I'd use it for months on it, like months at a time, and uh, it would work, it'd be beautiful, life would be fantastic, but then I'd come off it, and then within a week, my nose was back to playing up again. Yeah. So, I would then go back on the runner court, continue using it twice a day, and life would be great. It was literally, like I stopped using it uh, a couple of years ago. So, I went from like being...
1: Was it only a couple of years ago? Yeah. Answer, like before we met?
0: Yeah, it wasn't long before we met that I stopped using it.
1: Oh my gosh!
0: Mm.
1: I didn't know that. So actually. I was
0: using it consistently for like a decade, and then it was literally only recently when I found an empty, an empty bottle of it. That's right. Um, and I looked on the no, it wasn't the bottle, it was the box for it, and I looked on the directions or the instruction label, mm-hmm. and it said don't use for more than, uh, three, like th- three days or something, three or four consecutive days. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck. <laughs> so I've potentially, potentially, I have like had a chronic overdose of this nasal decongestant, which could have contributed also to a numbing of my taste and oh, smell yeah. senses. I've got no science or any studies no. or anything to back that up. So I'm not, I'm not like levying claims or <laughs> alleging anything. But I'm just saying I did not follow the labels, the, the directions, clearly. And maybe that has contributed too. But anyway, here I am now. I still have issues with my nose. Mm-hmm. And so naturally, this was the the first thing that I, I asked you to check out when yeah. you were practicing your theatre stuff on me. Yeah. Um, just,
1: just chuck me in the deep end, why don't you?
0: Well, you know, we're a better place to start. You know, if you really want to put yourself to the test. It was learn the most.
1: actually, it was very powerful.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It was very powerful. Mm. Um, I felt it from my perspective of how the treatment went and what mm-hmm. happened in the treatment. I had to kind of lull myself into this state of surrender, where because because you're working with my energies mm-hmm. and you're coming into I guess my personal space, mm-hmm. um, not physically like my spiritual personal space. Yeah, yep. I have to. I had to really just open. I had to open myself up to you.
1: Good. All I all you really needed to do was sit there and I ask you for permission. Yeah. And then that's literally opens up the gateway for me to move through your space and see what's going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. And that's pretty much sort of how, how it happened. Yeah. And so, we, I'd sit there, you'd sit beside me, you'd hold my hand.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And yeah, you'd ask for permission. What I found was I really, like I said, I had to surrender because... As soon as I started, I guess, to control my, my attempt to control my thoughts, quieten my thoughts and like physically think about what was happening and what you were doing, what I was feeling, I would block, I would actually block you from being able to access my energies. And I felt that. Yeah. That was a cool thing.
1: That's why I had to, I brought it up when that happened. Mm. I said, are you blocking, um, blocking something? Are you getting in the way of the healing? And you said, I am.
0: Yeah. And you you know about it too. (laughs) Yeah, I know. Um, I can
1: see everything <laughs> in there. I can see what's happening. So that it that definitely
0: took a little bit of practice for me because I'm not used to that. Yeah, but for it, me too. Even though, like I, I be- like I said, I, I believe in the, the... It's these faculties that we need to access when it comes to healing mm. um, because that's where so much dysfunction arises, Yeah. if not all dysfunction arises out of. But, you know, theory is a lot easier to talk about than actually put into practice. So it definitely took a little bit of practice for me. But mm. then once, once we kind of got had a couple of goes, I guess, at getting into this, I actually, like, had this experience of a separation almost. I don't know if you kind of experience this sort of same thing when you do, when you get yourself into a, into a theta state. I move out of my state. body. Yeah, well, that's... So you, know, you
1: explain yours and then I'll explain mine and we'll see.
0: So, mine's kind of, like, similar is that I don't necessarily move out of my body, but I experience a separation of my physical body from my soul. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's like I picture as if they at any normal point in time they overlap, and so I'm living physically. I'm physically in my body, um, but when I get into this state of surrender, there's like a they they like un, unwind from each other mm-hmm. and they separate. Sure. And so I'm I'll be sitting there and I'd be feeling the my energy field. I'd be like myself as my spirit, like almost sort of wearing my body. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my sure. body, I could feel my body somewhat heavy. Um, but even beyond that, actually just, I stop physically feeling my body. And because I believe that everything is, uh, everything is an energy field from which our physical reality is manifested from, uh, I somewhat go back to that. Mm-hmm. So the surface that I'm sitting on, um, or laying on or whatever, when i separate from my physical body what i actually feel is my energy inter- like reintegrate itself with the like the one sure. energy flow yeah the one energy the you one you become everything yeah. yeah yeah so i actually i stop feeling where my body ends mm-hmm. and like the surface i'm sitting on begins yeah and where where it goes from being two separate physical surfaces i feel just just one like isness yeah does that make sense yeah is that kind of like what you experience?
1: Um, yes. So there's two, like I said in the last podcast, there's two ways to get to that seventh plane of existence. One is that way to feel the energy in your body, like bring all the energy up from the earth and fill yourself with that energy. And then whatever you're sitting on to connect with it, join molecules, share that space, and then with everything else around you and bring it all into one.
0: Would um, you explain that so much better than I just did? Yeah.
1: You took a lot, a lot, really long time to get there.
0: I did, but <laughs> hey, that's that's okay. We got there. <laughs> What's the second way?
1: The second way is to you bring the energy up. You do the same thing. So you ground yourself. You um, draw the energy from the earth up through your body, and then you make a like a light kind of above your head, like a light ball above your head. And then you keep are uh, that you are that. So you're bringing your spirit up into that ball, and then you're moving up past the past the planet, past Mm -hmm. the solar system, past the Milky Way galaxy, past... You keep going up and up and up and up until you're out of the universe and you're then at the next plane of existence and you keep going. You keep going through the planes until you get to the seventh. And then when you're at the seventh, because there's like a a doorway kind of thing, and you move through it and then you're there. And you have to go deep, deep into it. You can't just stand in there in the doorway because it's very easy to go backward. Because if you know you know that you're just the sixth plane is just behind you it's very easy to slip back so you have to keep going and really connect with that energy kind of like the other way when you're connected with everything it's that same state yeah but i think it helps you to kind of move out of your physical body and they say you do that first you travel out in of the universe and into that seventh plane first practice doing that so you practice separating your spirit to your um, to your body. And you kind of can get a feel
0: for where you're located and, and what you... And what you're actually... The stages that you're going through. That's
1: it. And then when... Because now what I can do is close my eyes, ground myself and now everything around me, well, I'm in the seventh plane. So I've been practicing so Yeah, and so you know so where much, you are. I know, know yeah. where I am. And I know that just below me or where next to me or wherever it is is Mm -hmm. the sixth plane but i know that i'm in the seventh plane and i'm all in one and i'm feeling that i'm just connected to everything right now we are all of the same energetic stuff
0: yep yep definitely and i I think for me because i'm not necessarily doing the healing i'm just the one being healed or being worked on um i don't i'm not trying to necessarily achieve that seventh plane existence I'm just trying to, I guess, surrender myself. That's all I'm thinking about. That's I'm, I'm just thinking that's about surrendering my energy to you. Yeah. And so, that's just the process whereby I do that. Mm. And if I... Because I know that if I, if I don't do that, if I don't seek that state of surrender that I know and that I'm confident in that's what's going to help me get the job done and best help you to facilitate. help me. Yeah. and f- Yeah, help help to facilitate. Um, then my ego is probably going to get in the way. So... When I, when I seek to, I guess, mold molecules with like everything around me and allow my energy field to just become one with everything else, that's how I can best shed my thinking mind. Sure. Because as soon as like, that's why, not that I'm doing the theta healing, so it's not really for me to go necessarily through the difference, the different, um, planes of existence. But if I was, mm-hmm. that wouldn't exactly work for me because it requires too much of a visual. Yep. And I because I know when I've done like guided meditations before, I they actually don't help me as much as they probably should. And the it's reason it should.
1: It's just it does you don't align with visuals it's well, the, in terms of what you see is more about what you feel.
0: Correct. Yeah, for me that's that's, that's exactly really, right. You're yeah. very visual. Yeah, I need and you, a picture. You vividly describe pictures and you are influenced by pictures. Yeah. So when you've gone through guided meditations, you thrive in that sort of meditative environment. I do. Whereas I've for seen me, a lot. whereas for me because maybe and maybe it's just because I'm not so used to it. Maybe because you're just more practised at meditating.
1: Oh, it was the first thing that happened to me.
0: It oh, was, maybe not then. So
1: I, I don't think... And that, because the first time I meditated, I saw everything. Mm. I saw my guardian angel because I was very open. Yeah. I completely surrendered. So everything came all at once. Kind of at the start of this um, theater healing, yep. everything just happened and came very vividly because I was that open and surrendered to the process right. and to the meditation, to the, um, that healing space, right. or that space. Um, now, where I am, it's I'm struggling because there's ego happening and i'm fighting i have to keep remembering how to surrender and remember what that feels like it's very easy to kind of get in the way and and that's what that's what's been happening because that's why I wanted to practice on you again just before here yeah, because I really wanted to I want to remember what surrender feels like I need to keep mm. practicing and yep. keep practicing over and yep. over again so I can get better at it
0: because the other thing even is because you've experienced like what it, that that surrender is and what the capability like the, the possibility yep. and the capability that you have of achieving or or getting into that state and seeing and experiencing what you see and experience Um, does your ego get in the way now when you sort of attempt to connect with that again and go, this is what I've done in the past, I better be able to get to that now kind of thing? Yeah, high expectations.
1: And that was the same with visual, um, with meditation, when I first started meditating, and the visuals just happened. Yep. Over time, it got really, it got harder and harder, and I started to doubt myself because I'm like, I can't get there again. I can't get that visual again, and I started to. You get in that space, but it's normal because mm. all you have to do, you just have to keep practicing and surrender and trust yourself in yeah. that process. Because it's
0: definitely, it's definitely a practice for me. It's a practice for you, but that's yeah. the whole point of this. It's it's something that you. And I know you're more than ready to really take this on and, and go at this now. Oh yeah. Um, so that's something that I have no doubt that you will be able to work through. Um, but yeah, so for me, as, as I was saying, um, guided meditations have never worked because they, they create too much of a visual that my brain doesn't nece- doesn't naturally does flow with. Does it distract with. you? It does. And I start to, like my ego, my egoic mind comes in and starts to try and generate the picture of what the guided meditation is um painting
1: because that, that's not a bad thing because then you know what the difference is between mm. your ego trying to and when you surrender so when you're in that state again surrender to just take it like cuz i notice when my ego's happening in that mm. that theta state in a meditative state my body is tensing up yeah so i just take a deep breath in <sighs> yeah. and you and i've realized how much i'm actually tensing and then i surrender in my head too i kind of take a deep breath in my head as well and you can feel the difference between your ego trying to, yeah, because it's like a veil. It's like a version of.
0: It's like it's like an immature version of you. It's yeah. like it's like my voice, but it's like an immature me that it's just it's just nagging away a little bit. Yeah, and it's not like you you because uh, we you you told we were talking about this today. Yeah, there's a there's a real difference between like your egoic voice and like the voice of your your soul or your higher self <laughs> when you're when you're authentically asking from a surrendered position. Um, it, it feels like a totally different communication. It's peaceful. It's very peaceful. It's it's softly spoken. Yeah. It's gentle. It's like a it's like a knowingness. It's yeah. like a just a truth. Yeah. And that's why I'll, I'll talk a little bit about probably throughout the course of the stories. But it's it's a you get into that state when you're in that surrender. The communication that you have is just truth. Mm. And sometimes it would shock me. Like how brutally honest I was actually being with you and with myself, um, but that's what happens when you get into that into that into that state. You drop your ego; it falls away, and you can and you can f- really feel when it's coming back, mm. and you can stop it, and you yeah. can understand that that is what's happening, and you can really pull back, mm. get back into that. Because it does
1: have a tone. The ego voice has a tone. It, it, yeah, it is immature. What was the word I used today, though? It was like a sassy. And it really tries to lure you into something yeah. more fun, kind of like a playtime, yeah. more than a surrendered state where anything can happen. I've been practicing to hear the voice of me, yeah. my spirit, um, to know what it sound, what my ego sounds like, and then what, um, like God, creator, divine, infinite, that what that sounds like. Yeah, because there is a massive difference. It's like the
0: voice of procrastination. <laughs> Like Distraction. It, destruction.
1: Yeah. Let's go over here. Let's go over there.
0: Yeah. Oh, something shiny. But let's go follow and see but what it it's. is. But
1: I'm really glad because now when, especially when I'm working with you, I know that when my ego's coming up... I'm just like, hang on a second. Yeah. She's, she's nearly done. I'm
0: are you really good? You are really good and transparent yeah, like that, I'm just
1: which like, is great. Well, I, I'm human and I'm practicing. Yeah. I want I want you to know what's also going on. And I'm not just sitting there trying to do something. Because if you're sitting there going, I don't feel anything. I'm like, I'm just getting in touch with, like, my ego is just getting in the way. Let me just surrender again And because I'm, I'm practicing. So that's going to take a little bit. But I, because I know what it sounds like, I want to be transparent because I'm like, hang mm. on a second. And she goes. And then I surrender and I go back and I'm back in that state when i'm surrendered completely in that theta state there is no like there's no brain there's no distraction there's mm. no thought which is really fascinating. Cause you're moving away from your body. Yeah. So when you're using that, when you're like, you've drawing up the energy and you take yourself, your spirit self all the way up further away from your body. And your ego
0: stays with your body. Your
1: ego stays with your body and you're up there with, and you have no distractions. Yeah. It's just, you're in that space. And that's,
0: that's definitely when I, when I'm in that surrender that I'm, I'm like trying to articulate when I'm in that surrender, mm-hmm you can, you can tell when your ego's coming in because it's not part of that state. Mm. It's not there. So when, when that voice starts chiming in, you go, hang on, I know, I know exactly who you are and what, what you're trying to do yeah. and you can, you can shake it off. Yeah. So it was really good that, um, I was able to learn what that sort of felt like. And as I was saying, visuals don't work for me because they, it, it enables that ego to come back in and try and generate things for me and that blocks me from actually experiencing the surrender and what it is that that I'm supposed to be experiencing. Yeah. Um but what I did find was when I surrendered, I was able to feel things. So it wasn't necessarily like a a, a vivid visual of something going on. It was I was able to feel things within my in my body, in my energy field. And some sometimes they would generate like an image like a flash of an image but not like not in the sense that you see some like an an image it's like you feel the image but that's
1: still a kind of visualization because if you feel if you're aware of that there's something going on you're still visualizing it Mm. you still have that you're still experiencing it they say visualization but that's it means to notice to be aware of
0: it could even be it could even just be the language because we already have an idea of what visualization means Yeah, because
1: you think of a visual you think of what something you see
0: yeah something in front of your eyes the thing is
1: is that like when you're um when you've got your eyes closed clearly you can't see Hmm. but visuals can happen in there but it also anything can happen in there so you've got your you know you can feel the energy moving but when you feel the energy moving you can also see it like you said you just flashes. yeah and i think that's it is – that is visualising in terms of seeing as well because if you can notice it and then you kind of get – if it has a colour mm. that's seeing, it doesn't mean you does yeah. – it's not a clear picture sometimes. Yeah. It does take practice to see it because it's still for me like – very wispy. Like when I'm calling upon my higher self or my guardian angels, sometimes they're a bit blurry, yep. but they're still there. I can see them. Yep. Other times they're crystal clear and it's amazing. But that it's also their power, it doesn't mean that the power is any less when they're a bit blurry. Yeah, It's just because I'm focusing on something else.
0: Yeah. And that's what just amazes me that I can't exactly wrap my head around yet what that even feels like that you can that you can be in that state and and focus your attention on something and bring it into more like clearer detail because <laughs> like like I said if I was to try and do that my ego would come in and try and generate that picture for me and so that's, I'm just, I'm really impressed that, you know, you have that ability to be able to do that. And yeah. you've got the psychic, the psychic ability to be, um, I guess, receptive to that information coming through. I've
1: really surrendered to it cause it's actually very cool. And I'm like, you know what? I've always wanted to tap into this cause I knew I, I had it, but I was afraid of what people would say about me. And like, I, I always felt different. But I didn't. I didn't want to really embrace that whole part of me because then I'd be really weird, mm. and it was really scary for me. And I didn't really know if it was real or not. And I, I was always drawn to the idea of psychics, but the the definition of them as I was growing up, it was a bit weird. Yep. You know, they were like witchcraft, and it was more of a evil kind of thing than it was positive. Yep. But now surrendering to it and knowing that it's actually such a gift and it's such a beautiful experience so you can share messages and you can move from one realm to the other Mm. and you can connect with someone and help them you know help them answer some questions and help and see visualize what's going on in their body and all of that it's so beautiful and I'm so glad that I've actually just you know what I want to do this this is I, this it's time it's time for me now to step into that purpose for that version of me in, in this lifetime and
0: maybe it is a function of just that that willingness and that readiness to step into it, it but it's be. just so it's so naturally occurring to you like it's it was easy
1: it feels right. it seemed
0: really easy for you to be able to do that yeah. which is really impressive mm. um yeah so so back to me as a as a as a patient yes um before we went on the, this this cool little tangent um <laughs> I, yeah, so I, I knew for me that that's kind of that state of surrender was what I was aiming for. Um, because I knew that that was how I was going to be able to most open to best open myself up.
1: Cause I was, I was worried that you were trying too hard. You were Which trying, I was initially. You were not initially, yeah. but then you surrendered and that, that just happened for mm. you. And that's good because yeah. you didn't try to actually get yourself there. You just went there. Yeah, And I think you've always been, because you've grown up spiritual yeah. you've already had that connection so for you to know where that what that state is is good and yeah. it's normal you know definitely definitely it doesn't necessarily mean that every patient or every client i want to say, I say patient um every client or every person will have to go into that state they can just sit there close their eyes and focus on their breathing yeah. like I what i did with my mom yeah i said just just focus on your breathing just just focus, just be here. Because she was really trying, she was doing the same thing. She was trying to see something. She was trying to hear something. Mm. She was trying to feel something. She was ready, but she was like, oh, my God, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, no, I feel that feeling because when I'm working on myself being my own patient or my own client, and being the healer, I'm. I'm both yeah. versions, and I'm trying. To, I'm also. There's egos happening at both ends, and then there's like um, blocks happening at both ends, and then there's self doubt, and then there's yeah. <laughs> so much is happening. So I get the feeling that you know it's just natural for you, especially the first time, yeah. to try to block and try to try to do something. But well,
0: ultimately, the, the sentiment is all you're aiming to do as the client is just. Just be open and just be be open and surrendering to the idea that you are going to access my energy and my space, mm-hmm. and just allow allowing of that yeah. to occur.
1: It's just permission. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, because you ask at the start, do I have your permission? Yeah. And that's where, that's the point where, you, yeah, you say yes and you, you open You have to, because you have
1: to talk to the body. It's yeah. not just a thing that, you know, you just, uh, just help be polite. Mm. It's your, it's so your whole body knows and you're like, you know what? Yes. I allow you to access my physical, my spiritual, all those levels of me.
0: Yeah. And my emotional. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so, yeah, so we're sitting there. Yeah. So you're holding my hand. We've, I've surrendered to you. You've gotten my permission to proceed. Um, cause I'm in the surrender and I notice my, my body as an energy field, I start to, I notice i I've, can feel things. I can feel blockages. I can feel strange sensations. Mm-hmm. I can feel cool sensations and I can sort of identify roughly where in my physical body those are. We were focusing on my nose, mm-hmm. right? Um, so I, I could, I felt this like strong, like weight, I guess there's like pulsating weight over my nose Mm -hmm. in my energy field. Um, And so that's what I experienced when um, we were working on that. that Um, The awesome, the really, really cool thing about this, this modality that I enjoy, and maybe it's just a, a testament to your talent in it, is that you can be in that state and I can be in in that state, and we can actually both still verbally communicate with each other, mm-hmm. um, because I know when I've I've tried to meditate before, and I've started talking or I've moved, I, it pulls me out, mm-hmm. and I'm back in my physical body. But for, somehow, when we're in like having a sort of session together like this, we can we can both actually communicate verbally, yeah. um, and it, it we remain inside that inside that state. Which is really, really cool because as I'm experiencing this weight and this pulsating, you're actually conveying to me an image because you're in there. Yeah. And you're you're seeing what is what that weight is actually mm. what is going on.
1: Because I was like, I see this like black blackness, this dark kind of smoky, but it's this pulsating, uh, like a heartbeat kind of thing. So mm. I knew it was alive. There was something there, it was kind of like a spirit. It was, which was really strange for me for to be my first experience too, because I'm like I, I can see what it is, mm-hmm. and it's freaking me out. But I'm also not scared because I know that I am in a safe space. You know, with infinite love. I know that I'm there. So when I'm focusing on this this soul, this spirit, this wayward they're called, uh, but I don't even know if it was that. Um, it was just there, and I'm like okay. You know, because it freaked me out. I'm like, oh, my God, that's something is inside you and I love you and I don't want it to hurt you. Mm. But I'm like, it's been hurting you. And it, but the thing is, I didn't. it didn't occur to me that maybe it's actually hurting as well. Yep. So there's something, a part of it that's really struggling. So it's latched onto you for whatever reason. Yeah. And so what I asked, I said, okay, well, creator of all that is, is that what you say, um, I, you know, show me, a zo- zoom up or show me what this is. So then all of a sudden I saw like a hooded figure mm. and it was really interesting because I was like, oh, I'm like, is that really what I'm seeing? I was really doubt. I was like in my head going, oh, wait, is that really me? Or, and I'm like, no, zoom in closer. What is it? Show me the face. And then the face came up and it was like this, like kind of witch, like s- snarly, like a, I don't want to say demon. Cause it wasn't a demon. It was more of like a hunched over, uh, what would you call it? Like a.
0: It just seemed like a, a. From what you described, it was just like a a, a person with like some kind of vendetta.
1: <laughs> yeah, it was really snit and it was laughing, yeah. but it, it was like it it was ugly. It had a big nose and it was like there was warts on it. And yeah, it was, wasn't appealing. It wasn't appealing, and no, I don't it wasn't well meaning. It wasn't well. No, I don't think it was there for. I think something put, something put it there, yep. or it came to you for a reason. Anyway, and then what happened was, um, I was like, okay, well, this can't be. And I'm telling you as we're talking. So I'm like, okay, well, there's a hooded figure. I was like, whoa. (laughs) (laughs) And you're like, okay, well, can you get rid of it? (laughs) I can. So then I make another command. I was like, it is commanded that this whatever this is, this uh, spirit of some kind be released, removed from Logan and freed. Yeah. So then I see <laughs> I see it like um, a Tom Riddle diary. When, oh, from Harry Potter. From Harry Potter. The Potter. second Harry Potter. <laughs> when Harry stabs the diary and yeah. then that light pierces through. <laughs> That's exactly what I felt. It was just, 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 whatever that thing was, it was just exploding mm. and with light and love, but it was also being freed. But yeah. It was th- kind of, it could have been a curse as well. I mm. think, because I've been reading about curses and that's a thing. It could be. Something that has just been passed down from like generations before, historical, right. just to get to a point in time. Because as
0: you said, there's the four the four belief systems. Yeah. So the the core... You've got the
1: core, which is this life, your yeah. life that you're living now. You've got the historic, which is the past lives. You've got the genetic, which is the where you've come from in terms of your parents. And then yeah. seven generations back, yeah. their experiences. And then you've got the soul level, which I'm still not quite sure... I want more anyway yep that's okay so and all four levels they also every level of our, of our being we hold particular memories and experiences and they also and follow beliefs. and beliefs yep. which we carry on through our lives. so I might I have I've noticed and I've let go of a lot of old beliefs about money about worthiness about abundance yeah. about relationships about what like, Everything, but it wasn't mine in this life. It was through my generation, through the generations of the people that I came from, and then historically as well, and the collective consciousness in in way back when, and all the lives that I've actually lived and where my soul has been. Yeah, that we carry all of that. Yeah. So we live in a time at the moment which is kind of like an awakening era where we're all kind of coming up to the surface and we're letting go of all that. There's a lot of um. Uh, what do you call it? Like shamans and yogis and everything. We always we always cut cords. There's a, I, don't know, I feel like it's like a trend now. We're just releasing everything that mm. was in the past. We're cutting cords. We're letting go of everything that no longer serves us. Yeah, there us. is definitely
0: like a general sentiment of like moving on.
1: Yeah, we're moving mm. on. We're starting fresh, but in the, the best way possible. Yeah. We're re- we're reawakening our souls, yeah. and it's it's a really beautiful time to be a part of. But that's yeah, so seeing that <laughs> I was like, Okay, so on every level remove this, whatever it was that was coming out of you. Yeah. Because this, I this hooded yeah. Gross stooped figure. Yeah. And as it was happening, it was the wave, the throbbing of the energy was just it, like I, tears running down my face because I knew the pain. There was so much pain. There was so much suffering in this yeah. entity. Whatever it was, it was holding on to something, and it was just trauma. And I felt it And because I'm an empath. I was like, "Fuck! Oh, I got to get rid of this too." Yeah. So I have to like <laughs> cut, yourself, cut, yeah. cut wash away all that bad energy and negative energy and cleanse before we went even further than that. Yeah. That was just an, that was the first thing that happened and, and
0: amazingly like while you're commentating that to me i actually was feeling the energy from my nose that block the weight from my nose actually shifting yeah it was alleviating but it was moving and it, it moved from like my like the top of my nose like between my eyes yeah. um and it, it moved actually deeper into like my brain oh, wow. but it was like part of like it while it was tracking to then be removed through my crown chakra And what happened when it moved like further into my head, um, it expanded. And I think that was when you were saying it was like the Tom Riddle being like exploded. (laughs) Um, when that was happening, I was Mm -hmm. feeling it as like, it was exploding, but the energy was like rebounding around, like ricocheting around inside my skull while it was like moving up towards coming, being released from my (laughs) crown chakra. Mm -hmm. And it was like this vice grip headache and this like pounding, but like, as I said, it was, it was a really, really wicked experience that you were able to commentate to me what mm-hmm. was going on yeah. while I was feeling this. And so, I, it wasn't necessarily like a, an overwhelming feeling because you were able to do that for me. But it was definitely uh, like eye-opening yeah. to be like, whoa, this is something that is happening right now.
1: Because I don't know if I would commentate with everyone mm. because some people don't. Well, I mean, I guess it is a bit weird for if I told someone you've got an entity in your face and I don't even know how long it's been in there, they might freak out. Yeah. So, um, Viana also says, um, Viana Stibal, the woman that I'm learning from, she also says, um, make sure that you know what what to say and what not to say to the clients because there's some personal things that they aren't ready to kind of talk about. Mm. So always ask um, the divine that what... Should you bring this up or not? Mm. Always ask everything. So it's being careful of that. But, I mean, it's you and me and we talk We're about on it the same page. We don't you know self-page. what's going on.
0: But I definitely yeah. understand that sentiment because it can be really, really full-on, intimidating and overwhelming. Mm. Can I ask, because I, I haven't actually asked you this yet. So when you... Uh, came face to face with this figure. Yeah. What sort of space were you in? Like were you like was it like you were in a room? And it was just you and this figure or were like did you see it within my energy field like where we were in the in the the living room or like what sort of when you say you're in a space like what is that?
1: Well, I was first in that seventh plane of existence. Mm. So that limp um pearl, pearly luminescent space. Right. And you were, you were there in front of me. Right. Um, when I saw, when I zoomed in, Mm. it's like it zoomed in just on that and it was like a blank canvas. So you
0: had like, so this image of me physically in within this seventh plane. Yeah. And you zoomed in on my nose.
1: Well, I asked it just to, I want to zoom in. What is this? So Mm -hmm. show me what it is. And then it was kind of like a, a backdrop kind of happened, like a kind of like this, like a curtain. And then the figure kind of was here. And it was... Like in front of you. (laughs) It was right in front of me. But it wasn't like in my space and it wasn't in, it was just, I zoomed in. It was mm. like I'm on a magnifying, kind of zoom in on oh, yeah. a picture. Yeah. It was like that. You're just
0: identifying it.
1: Just, yeah, I just saw what it was. I just wanted to see what it was and what I, what I needed to do with it. But I knew that I needed it needed to be released because yeah. it was something and it needed, um, Viana always said, just make sure that what every all spirits that kind of latch on, they're yeah. called waywards. If they're latching onto you and they're there, it's just send them up and free them because they just need help to be guided back to the light because sometimes they, um, when we pass or when something happens, we lose our way. We don't actually, we can't really find our way back to the light. Yeah. So um, instead, they fall back into our realm and connect to our light. Yeah. So usually people that are um, lit up and happy and joyful and they yeah, suck the energy. Them. Attracts mm. them, yeah, because they're, lo- they're looking for the light. Yeah. So sending them up to the light is a really important thing And the to
0: light do. is the seventh plane. Yeah. Right. And all that is. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it wasn't exactly in your aura and it wasn't in mm. mine. It was just as like a zoom in, like you, like you would on a phone.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of, right. Yeah. Okay. Gotcha. Cause I haven't asked you that. So yeah. it just sort of came to me. And the, 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 really cool thing after that was because I, I, after my headache sort of left and, and the energy did remove itself out of my face. (laughs) It definitely, I physically, like when when I came to, I physically felt the difference in my face. Like the the weight was gone. The, like the pulsating was gone. Um, My nose actually did start to unblock over the next couple of days. Um, And it it, it did actually loosen up my face, like the tension in my face Mm. was going. So there was a real physiological change in my nose and in my face for like the first time. I felt like there was light at the end of the tunnel, um, which was just such a relief.
1: <laughs> oh, if, honestly, if you had told me that you felt nothing, I would have been like, well, I don't know what that was, yeah. <laughs> but you should have felt something yeah. that was intense.
0: And like, it, but even, even since, um, since then we've had to, we still had to go back to it multiple times mm. because it has been something, I think because I've had it for so long, it's become like a layered sort of issue yeah. and it's, it maybe maybe removing that figure was like removing, maybe that was like what started it. Yeah. Um, but then over time, because maybe because I've gotten used to having a runny nose or constantly, I've I've had that belief just ironed in, and it's like oh, I've just got to. De- this is just the way my nose is. Yeah. Um, I've got a belief that there's nothing I can do. Um, also potentially um, because it is a, a weak spot in my energy field, it's the one that's the most vulnerable to other limiting beliefs sure. or other more toxic ideas or yep. feelings. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's just kind of been layered. Yep. Like a, bi- a real layered kind of um, issue. And we're
1: getting down. We're getting down through them.
0: And, and that that's the amazing thing with, with Theta is that you had such a vivid vision of what was there and removing that from my energy field mm. initially but then, when we've gone back for subsequent looks and dives into like what's happening in my nose, we've addressed more beliefs yeah. and emotions.
1: Well, theta does focus on that. It focuses on your belief systems that are that sit in your subconscious and unconscious levels, and we just bring them up to the surface. Mm. So, when we want to confirm something like a belief, we do muscle testing. Yep. Did we explain that in the last? I don't,
0: I don't think, think so.
1: So, muscle testing is kind of asking your body. Um, yes or no or responding with yes or no's. so you stand you can there's multiple ways of doing it the easiest way is to stand up and then you say yes 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 and your body should tilt forward and then you say no 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 your body should tilt back without you um, facilitating,
0: because fundamentally, when you're asking your body a question, your body knows. Your, body, the, 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 knows, your yeah. body, like inherently body, knows soul, things. Body soul
1: spirit. Every every part of you knows. Your yeah. memory, oh, it's memory. Mm. It's but muscle memory, and it's experience, yeah. and it's all of that. It knows. So when you ask, when you're like, oh, "Are you worthy?" Of course, I'm worthy. I'm yeah. Like, all right, well, muscle test, zeni and you will be like, "Am I worthy?" And you might fall back. You're like, "Well, no, I do feel worthy." And it's like, it's okay. It might not even be yours. This mm. could be something that is. Um, this could be a, a belief that's been with you on with or in your generation mm. in your line of you know it's there's a lot of reasons why and it's like it's not your fault but we can change that well, like
0: one that we did straight off the bat um I think, again, when we were going back and looking at my nose, we did muscle testing um, with, uh, with your hands. Yeah. Because you can do it with your thumb and index finger on both hands. Um, you can create, like, an okay sign with your thumb and index finger, like where you make the circle yep. with your thumb and index finger. And basically, you just use your other thumb and index finger from your other hand and just try and force them apart. Yeah. Break that loop. Um, if you say yes, 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 in the same way, like with the body tilt, if you say yes, 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 um, you technically, you shouldn't be able to break that loop. Mm. It's really weird and trippy, but it's awesome. Yeah. Um, and you go, no, 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 you should be able to break that loop.
1: With the same pressure, through the same, amount of
0: pressure. same pressure. Yeah. Cause yeah. you
1: try to, you want to like hold it pretty firm. You yeah. don't, you don't want it to just be like, oh, well they're both no. Yeah. And it's like, no, you want to put some pressure in that left hand.
0: Mm. <laughs> so we did it that way. Um, and just a basic belief to start off with. But start off with was I love myself. Yeah. And for me, like my thinking ego mind was like, yeah, I love myself. You know, like why wouldn't I? Yeah. You know, I'm I'm, I'm proud of myself. All these things that I think I believe. And then when we did the muscle testing, it, it came up no. Yeah. And I'm like, holy crap. You know, I I just. There's all these things that I've allowed my ego to, I guess, run away with, mm. and it's actually taken me further from what I, what is actually true, yeah. to me at that point in time, which is the underlying belief that was never actually fundamentally addressed. And we, we fixed that. And the way that you fixed that was getting into the, both of us getting into the theta state. Mm-hmm. You asking my permission, yeah, and then you making a, a commandment. Command. A command. <laughs> 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 you That'd are be nice God. If I could just make a <laughs> commandment, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. So it's just yet yeah, me allowing you giving me permission to move mm. into your space, and then I say, you know what? Let this old belief of I do not love myself be released and replaced with I love myself. Mm. And then you, I have to witness it, yeah. so that the one of the most important parts, or if not the most important part, is to make sure that you see. The energy is changing. You see whatever you're asking to be released and um, removed from someone's body to actually released, yep. and then um, the new belief to come in, we, whatever way that will visualize for someone, whatever that will come, how that will come up for someone. Yeah. So for me, it's usually a, they're usually lights. Um, like belief systems, and they go into certain parts of the body. Yep. So if it's like about expression, it'll go into the throat chakra. If it's about love, it'll go into the heart chakra, and so on. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it just goes in really weird wherever. <laughs> well, I mean, it needs we we go.
0: hold like tension. We hold physical tension at yeah. weird, random parts in our body, I guess. Yeah. So they're maybe just the parts of the body that need to be addressed by that belief.
1: Well, that's it, and it, it'll. Oh, it's it's really interesting. It's fascinating. Oh,
0: it's I've been loving. I've been loving benefiting from this so i'm I'm not complaining
1: yeah
0: (laughs) um yes so the cool thing about that was that we did the muscle testing again Mm -hmm. after you reinstated a, a better belief
1: yeah
0: um and so i did i love myself and it was a it was yes when I, when I did it again. Yeah. So it does actually change things. Things do change on a subtle, See, energetic, like fundamental level. But
1: it, it, what you're doing is you're talking to the cells in your body. That's what... Um, so there is like the scientific explanation of what's actually going on. So you talk to them. You're always talking to the body. If we keep repeating something and it becomes a habit, our body gets used to it, mm. right? So when we... Especially when we're connecting with the highest power, the highest energy, and we can ask it anything, and it will do it. And I think that's that's why it works so quickly. That's why miracles occur. That's why, um, in her experiences, cancer has been removed, even from her. Mm. You know, because if you connect with the highest power that exists in this world, that is all of us and everything that exists. Um, you can transfer, mm. you can transfer the energy, you can connect with that energy and ask, you know, obviously with love, not with um, ego, cause it won't work that way. Obviously, yeah. Um, but it's, it's a beautiful experience. Yeah. And
0: well, our, our body has like natural faculties that like keep it in harmony mm. and allow it to can properly function and to function well.
1: Yeah. The body knows what to do.
0: Exactly. So with
1: every ailment, with everything that comes up physically, whether it be a headache, whether it be um, an earache, whether it be your nose, Mm. whether it be something physical, um, like in terms of like a bone or an ache somewhere, it's trying to tell us something. Our body's trying to Mm. tell us. It's giving us a message of what's going on. What's the emotion connected to this? And then what's the belief that's connected with that? Right. Because then you can remove, you can change that belief because right now you're struggling. So if we've got issues with our knees, usually our knees symbolize moving forward and taking the steps forward mm. and walk, walking forward more sure-footedly and confidently mm. um, into the what, what we want to do. Yeah. So... Usually, it's got something to do with that belief yeah. that I'm holding myself back for whatever reason. I'm not worthy of the this job or this way of life or whatever it is, you know. So, it's that fear, that belief that you can't move. It's that mm. something that's holding you back.
0: Because ultimately, like, your, your body knows what to do, knows how to operate, knows how to function. Mm. And when something, there's a pain or there is, like you said, sore knees, there's something that's physically blocking that healing process from occurring. There's something stopping the harmony there's something causing disharmony Mm -hmm. and this is about accessing what the cause of that disharmony is and removing it and reinstating instead something that's going to be more conducive to harmonizing your your body's um Ability to heal and to function. Absolutely, yeah. And that's what I really, really love about this because like I said, I think it was in the last episode, you know, when we when we purely have a, a a physical, physiological approach to the body and to illness, we're we're just band-aiding ultimately what the underlying blockage is. Yeah. We're not looking at what the cause of this this disharmony is. Yeah. And instead we're just we're just treating the symptom of the disharmony. And so that's where um, this is really powerful stuff and while I definitely embrace it and I'm, I'm full steam ahead with, with supporting you on this
1: after we worked on your nose and everything was gone, something else happened remember it went, it moved
0: <laughs> yes, you. that's right, I remember now
1: that's right, because we went in to you asked me something
0: um, so after you cleared up my nose we kind of stuck around in that state and I guess maybe had a play around or we just experimented a little bit with like what your abilities are. Mm. Um, And so we, you got in touch with, uh, was it my higher self or one of my guides? Your angel. You got in touch with an angel, with my angel. Was
1: it? No, no. I was just talking to the divine, I think at this point.
0: Okay. The angel was later. Yes, it was. Mm. Um, So you, yeah. So you were in touch with the divine and asking, I was asking you and then because you were, You had that communication channel open. You said to me, do you have any questions that you want to ask? And I I think I asked about, like, what's my future look like? Mm. Um, What's my purpose? Yeah, what are elements of my future? What sort of is my purpose? What should I, I guess, aim at from this moment in time onwards? And you got a flash of me...
1: There was a book, a book that kind of came up first mm. and then, so the book showed up and then you were there and you were holding the book, yep. but you were talking to people and then there was a chalkboard or a whiteboard behind you yep. and it came up teacher. Right. So then this vision and I was talking to you, I was explaining to you exactly what was coming up. So I was like, there's a book and then yeah, you're, and you're teaching. And then, but the, what was really interesting was that this place that you were teaching out, it was kind of like a university, but it wasn't, There was something different about it. And maybe none of it, it's this kind of education system or something or whatever it was, didn't exist yet. Mm. It was really unusual. I just couldn't understand it because yeah. it wasn't just an everyday, um, it wasn't just like a normal university. There was yeah. something different about it. So I could see you walking down the stairs and out. Into the courtyard or whatever, moving with your little briefcase or whatever you have, little, little briefcase. <laughs> <cool, cool laughs> yes, yeah, cool, over remember. your shoulder. I'm important <laughs> for, <could> you remember, <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a bag over your shoulder or something. It was really cool, like a mm. tote bag, and yeah, yeah so you um, and then you're walking and then as we talking, yep. and then we came out of it.
0: Yeah, so we came. We I think you sort of. Um, I think you kind of broke the communication and, and you came out of it. I just sort of stayed there and reveled in it a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> um, And I think you uh, you walked out of the room and so I was a bit slower um, sort of just coming back to myself and coming back to the sort of physical reality. Mm. And as I was doing that, as I was in that transition phase, my mouth opened. I didn't open it. My sure. mouth just opened and then all of a sudden I, I felt like I swallowed this like lump. It was really weird. It was like this gust of like this strong breeze just went down my throat and it just launched itself in my throat yeah, right. and so as i got up and i'm like walking around i'm feeling this like weight in my throat i was like
1: oh i knew something was bothering
0: me yeah and it, it was i was like kind of quiet I was like oh my god
1: what have i done but i was just
0: thinking like i you know we've just spent the last you know half an hour sort of going yeah. through my nose and then like this extra stuff on top like maybe you were a bit tired or you know, I I didn't wanna I guess bother you more. Um so I was like really sitting and I'm like, This is bothering me, this is bothering me so much I wanna try and get rid of it, but I don't wanna to put too much on you. And then I'm glad I just eventually went, Look, this is what you wanna do. <laughs> this is just have um, more experience. Um and I just said, Yeah, i just sort of told you what happened mm-hmm. and, and you were gracious enough to take...
1: Well, yeah, I knew, I could see it was bothering you because I'm like, oh my God, what have I done to you? Have I not done... <laughs> did, I, did I make a mistake? <laughs> I
0: like, yeah, but- it's just this weird... <laughs> so then we
1: sat down and then we went, I went in again. Yeah. And I asked, okay, what is this? So the first thing I thought was throat chakra expression,
0: because mm. it didn't go, it didn't go past yeah, like no, that dim, that hole at the base of your, your of the neck. Yeah, it was just in the
1: middle. It was there.
0: just in the middle of my throat. Because
1: I could I could see it, and then I was like, all right. And The first thing that came up, like the words throat chakra expression, and then it was uh, fear, fear of expressing. Mm. I'm like, okay, well I've just told him that he is going to be a teacher or yeah. that there, there is a vision. I'm like, okay, well, does it scare you? It that- <laughs> was,
0: like, was actually thinking about it. Mm. And again, this is, this is the beauty of being in that state of surrender is that mm. everything that comes out is just authentic. It's authentic truth from like your being yeah. from like your, your, you're just, you're channeling something that is greater than just your physical body. And that is just, you're communicating from just a, a, a divine. Yeah perspective. It's pure. Yeah. And so I'm just like straight away, I'm like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm scared. Like it was actually overwhelming to hear that, that's that vision, awesome. that that's actually something that you can, that you have seen me doing when I'm older. And yeah. from where I am now, that was really terrifying because I'm like, I wouldn't be able to just get up and do that tomorrow. <laughs> you know? So I guess maybe it was a, a fear or just a negative belief, maybe an emotion as well, but probably more specifically a belief that I'm not, not only not worthy of having a position like that, but I'm not able. good enough. I'm not able to do that. And when, as I was coming out of it, I was fortunately able to still be in the state where I could catch it going back into my throat. And so we and again, we just worked with that. You I just think, released yeah, it I me. think
1: I was just like, yeah, okay, well it's a belief there. There's a belief that I'm like, well, would you like that anxiety, that fear gone? So then I released it and I brought in courage mm. and confidence and um the ability to self-express with with love and truth Mm. so whatever and then i asked also i just commanded whatever else that needed to happen whatever else that you needed to just um to make you more confident and more sure of yourself Mm.
0: so much work with that like there's so much work to do with confidence and and courage and just having a a belief in yourself mm. um i know for me there has been definitely too like you've released so many limiting beliefs around those those concepts in me like since then mm. and it, it does get better every time what i really noticed when you when you changed out my beliefs mm. um and you got rid of those limiting that limiting belief i could feel that lump in my throat start to move up and out again yeah it i, I could feel the energy not, not only flowing straight out from my throat but also most of it moving up some of it leaving out my mouth, and then more of it moving up, and then out my ground mm. chakra. Because
1: I, I could see it moving straight up, yeah, just like. But I, I, it could, I was up.
0: experiencing that energy flow. Mm. So I, I was like, as I was in there, like I, I was feeling it move yeah, up cool. and out. And what I, what I really noticed, and I think it wasn't necessarily in at that point, but it was maybe in like a, a, a later session that we had, was that you can, even though that energy is moving, you can block it. You can actually get in the way if you allow your ego back into, uh, I guess if you're thinking too much about the pathway that energy is taking as it's moving around your body, you actually can start to, you know, I was saying before when you're told what to visualize in like a guided meditation and you start to, like, for me, I start to construct this image of what I should be looking at. Yeah. Um. When I was feeling the energy move, I started, my ego started constructing the pathway that it should take on its way out. Is
1: that why it went out your mouth as well as? um...
0: Well, I don't think this was then. I think this is at a later time, but it's just, it's just because it's, it's such a subtle thing to tune into and you have to really surrender to the process that, that, that energy movement is, is taking on its way out. Because I, I know that later when we were moving an energy, another energy blockage, um, I started to think about how it was moving, how quickly it was moving, where it was coming from and where it was going to. And once I started thinking about that and constructing a pathway for it, it stopped. And I had to kind of restart the surrender sort of process again yeah, and right. quieten down my ego. And mm-hmm. it just really showed me in that moment how, how much we influence the natural flow of things um, when we try to control the process that they uh, need to take in order to get to where they need to go.
1: We get in our own way. Yeah.
0: And yeah, well that, and that's exactly right. Like I kind of broadened that like lesson, even though it's just in the, in this, in a, an energetic sense when it comes to our own healing and our own personal, um, energy movement, mm. just to like a more broad, um, context in this, in this physical reality, like how we truly do get in the way of, of our own process when it comes to trying to achieve something, if we've set our mind to it. When we try and control what it is that, that is happening in order to get us from A to B, we, we like stop that flow or we interrupt it and it takes longer to achieve what we want to achieve than what it would have taken if we had just allowed it to happen naturally.
1: Because of a limiting belief.
0: Back to the energy thing.
1: Most of it. No, just... Oh, just in life. Yeah, in life. Yeah, yeah. That's what causes those blocks, the lim- limiting belief of some sort. Because there has to be something that's blocking it. Usually, it is, because like you know, you might not have a physical um, uh, disturbance in your body or an mm-hmm. imbalance, but there could be. You want some direction. You could still go to a theta healer because you could see, you could see, you can. It's because it's belief work. Mm. So you can be like, well, what's, what am I holding on to? What's something? Why can't I? I get to this point in the process and I stop. Mm. So what is it that's making me stop? And you, you might not necessarily have any kind of stress in your body, but you never know and the thing is you can you can work purely on beliefs and feelings is feeling work as well that's part of it because sometimes when we're asked to forgive a particular person so that we can release it or to change a belief we don't know we've never experienced what forgiveness is we don't know what that feeling is so you can actually program your body and mm. download feelings that uh, of forgiveness and what that does is it then trains your cells and your body to rem to know what the feeling of forgiveness is, and then it is easier to forgive mm. after that. I know it's a really weird kind of concept, and I will go into it in a when I also get more practice into it. And- yeah,
0: well, I mean, that's like I guess when you when you kind of set your mind to doing something, and then when your actions aren't aligning with what your beliefs are like what i was saying with the i love myself thing yeah how i was like yeah this is obviously what i believe and then was like holy crap it's actually not what i believe and when so the action what you what you're sort of thinking what you're doing isn't aligning with what is actually the true belief that is i guess like fueling that action it does create tension within your body, it does create tension within your energy field mm. because you're not living or you're not acting or you're not purposeful or authentic in what you're doing. And I guess that that kind of occurs, that does occur when you're trying to control the process of something um, coming to fruition. Mm. Like, I don't know, maybe for example, you want to get a new job and how you think you need to go about getting a new job is um, you know, putting out resumes or going and fixing up your LinkedIn profile and really getting active on social media and putting yourself out there and, mm-hmm. and you know, marketing yourself. And maybe that's how you think that's the best way you're going to get a new job. But if you actually surrender obvious, and allowed like... the actual flow of, of the divine mm-hmm. to manifest that new job for you, allowing that to occur, the way that it actually might most swiftly happen in your life is that you might just start. I don't know, maybe you might meet
1: someone,
0: you might, yeah, you might meet someone <laughs> who actually is part of that role yeah. and they will get you into it. But so because you've been so fixed on the fact that you need to f- like market in yourself in and, and enhance your brand, you've, you've totally like missed out on that interaction, that opportunity. Yeah. Um, a personal experience that we've had that definitely highlights that, um, that exact point is our car accident. Yeah. So, we were really nervous financially about that car because it was getting old. Yeah. The service that was needed on it, or overdue on it, was probably worth more than the car itself. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, we were kind of like, God, please, like, can we somehow get us a new car um, and a bit more money in the bank? Please, because this is too stressful for us. Take it off our hands. Mm-hmm. Um. And so, yeah, we were obviously just, just trying to focus on how we can best save. But how did the process end up unfolding?
1: Yeah, to be in a car accident. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> and, uh, and so we... We weren't specific with how you know. we wanted to get there. I think the, that was the, really important. The car was written off, so the insurance money went straight in the bank, and fortunately my dad was working for Holden at the time, <laughs> when it still existed, and he managed to get us a nice cheap lease car. So we got a brand new car, which is what we asked for, we yeah. had some money in the bank, which, which is what we, we asked, asked for. for, we got rid of the car, which we asked for. <laughs> <laughs> it was all ended up being in a way that we there was no chance that we would have been able to physically control um, that process happening that quickly, yeah. um, and getting us exactly what we wanted. And it
1: would have taken us so long to save for another car
0: but if we had to try to really control how That's we were gonna to get to that goal yeah. oh, who know yeah like I said who knows how long it would have taken um, and that that was like that was a lesson yeah in itself but like you know it, it, it does go to show like how how like subtle How subtle these energy flows are and how much you need to just trust and surrender to that process that is occurring to bring you what you want. You
1: have to be gentle with yourself Mm. rather than... Because when you think of ego and when you're trying to fix something, you're working really hard at it. You're working really hard to change something. It actually doesn't... It's actually not that hard mm. we think that it has to be hard and that we have to suffer that's an it's another uh, very common belief that we think we have to suffer in life to be successful yeah um and it's like we have to
0: earn something to, yeah it's like it's unless you unless you've thing. suffered you haven't earned it
1: yeah which isn't the case anymore that we don't need to there's we've experienced enough now to be like if when we enjoy the process of an unfolding of Whatever it is that we are aiming for, our outcome. When we surrender to it and trust it, to complete, put our whole, all our faith into it. When we change the way we think, the way we, well, the way our mindsets are, the way we are, we change a few things in our lives. That is going to actually make us feel good rather than suffer. Mm. We actually get there quicker. Mm along with so many more miracles and blessings mm. along the way
0: especially if you're aware and you see them for what they are, yeah, you see but those opportunities but that's it, that's what are.
1: my point was and then when, but when you struggle and suffer, all you see is that one thing that you've worked so hard for, but you miss out on all those beautiful miracles and those beautiful things that happen on the way the lessons and the love and the adventure that you have with it when, you've, when you're aware of what's going on and when you surrender to the process and trust yourself and trust life and the energy that is us
0: yeah, absolutely your your for you personally your trip to Europe mm-hmm. um, and your trip to your, your time in London that ended up in your depression mm-hmm. which then ended up in your I guess like steps towards a more <laughs> empowered life
1: Yeah. well my intention was to find myself and I thought I would do that overseas which kind of it was the process but it ended up actually being the depression that was the, re- the actual... Um,
0: the, the, the kind of catalyst, the yeah, actual... Yeah, the
1: catalyst of my finding myself. Mm. Because had it not been for the depression, I wouldn't have known how yeah. beautiful this life is and what I'm actually capable of. I, if I would have still been in London. I would have still been finding myself. I would have been at this job that I really didn't like. Um, although I liked at the time, it was fashion. I would have been who knows where that would have led me but i can tell you that it would not have been pretty mm. i probably would just maybe have probably been depressed now and i would have been you know
0: exactly how much would it have how much longer would it have drawn out that process for if you had to try to just control it, really it, about it and say no stuff this i'm staying line, i'm going to stick this out you know mm. i just have to do it because i have to find myself and this is the only way i can do it yeah and like you said you know maybe you would have gotten back like i don't know years later and only to then have to go through it.
1: Yeah, I don't know what would have happened. I have no idea. I can't even think of the innumerable amount of possibilities that could have led to me finding myself. Yeah, there's just it's just too many. There's just too many. Because the thing is, there was moments where I wanted to stay in Iceland for a little bit longer and skip Kentucky altogether. Mm. And Kentucky went for uh 16 days i think i went and i went all around europe and um or eastern europe and i i was just i was so drawn to iceland there was something about it and i just loved the feeling The it really awakened something in me my mm-hmm. trip to iceland and it wasn't and i was only there for like five days or four days i think five five four nights and five days and it was the, I didn't even do anything that spectacular, to be honest. The only thing I really wanted to see was the Northern Lights, which is amazing. But the feeling that I got there, I was on my own mm. and I was in, it was like I was in another, on another planet. That's how it felt. It was so beautiful. I was like, oh my gosh, this is, there was something that lit a fire in me or there was some, a spark. I'm going to say it was more like a star than a fire. It was, although I know that stars are balls of fire. It was a little, like it was more of a twinkle. There was a twinkle in my life that it really just planted something. And then from there, then I went on Kentucky, yep. because I really didn't know if I wanted to do it, but I'm really glad I did because I found out a lot of I found out a lot about myself.
0: So then do you think if you hadn't have gone to Iceland beforehand you wouldn't have had the experience that you had in Kentucky on Kentucky? Possibly. Yeah.
1: because mm. I did um, Iceland, Amsterdam, and Prague before I went on Kentucky, yeah. and had it not been for me being and in, feeling independent because I'd never moved out of home. I've never been traveling before and I'd never experienced what it was like to take care of myself on my own and being in charge of my money, which failed miserably, but it was an adventure and I knew I was like, I don't even know how this works because it was as we were traveling through Contiki, um all the currencies changed from every freaking country. It was so annoying.
0: Isn't part of the EU, don't they all operate under the euro? No. Not all. all That's my ignorance.
1: Yeah. Well, (laughs) you think. I thought that it changed and then I lost complete, I lost control of my money. I had no idea. So I ended up using all the money that I was supposed to actually use when I went back in London. So I had about 20 pounds, which is about $40 Australian when I got back to London and was like, oh, shit
0: and then that happened then you realised you couldn't support yourself had to come back Uh, home I
1: failed miserably and I fell into a very 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 dark depression but which I'm still I'm so grateful for because it showed me what I didn't want and then it put forward to me a decision make a decision
0: and you ultimately got, light or dark you know? got what you wanted out of the entire trip which was I to find yourself or yes. to put yourself on a path towards finding yourself absolutely so I guess like the point is that when you try to control the process of something that you want to happen when you try to control the process of that happening mm-hmm. you you push it you, you kind of like suppress you suppress it from happening as, as quickly and as perfectly as possible yeah because, like, ultimately, I think when I think of that, your story, the story of the accident and, and other things that we've been through together, other things that we've asked for mm. and the way yeah. that it's <laughs> the way that what we've asked for has gone about coming to us. I just think that, like, if if the divine, if God could, like, reach down where we are when we're asking for something and God reached down at that moment in time and said, hey. You're gonna get that. And this here is the blueprint for how that's gonna how I'm gonna give that to you. And this yeah. is the fastest way that you're gonna get that. Yeah. Which is what you want. You want it to happen fast, right? You I don't want. want this happening in years' time. You want this no, happening as want soon it as right possible.
1: ASAP.
0: And if you see that blueprint, I would I would, I would bet a lot everything. of money. I'd bet a lot of money on it that you would say no. I don't yeah. want it. I don't want it to happen that way. I that don't want is...
1: to have depression. No way. <laughs> I don't want that. Nah, surely there's another way. Look, it'll it'll take another 30 years, but hey
0: and that's the thing, right? <laughs> like, it's it's hard. Like, the process is hard. And yeah. it, you have to, that's why you have to just trust and surrender that this is the most perfect and fastest way yeah. that your life has to unfold in order for to you to achieve what you want. You'll
1: experience so much more as well. Like once you get over this challenge, whatever you're facing now, the next one, mm. you'll have another one, and mm. then that'll be something beautiful too out yeah. of that because you you always get out of a challenge, you'll always get something amazing. It'll yeah. be the best lessons, you know, something that you'll take and that you'll teach the children of your children's children or even the, just. People around you, yeah. you'll share that experience.
0: That's wisdom. You kind of generate wisdom yeah. through that kind of learning. That's how wisdom that happens. Opportunity. Yeah, you gotta experience life. Um, so you know that that's definitely like it was a big lesson um, that I took, and even just sort of like pulling it back to the theatre yeah. and me being in the state of surrender and experiencing that really subtle energy movement that happens. That you are made up of that just subtleties in energy flow. And how easily you can block that energy flow from happening perfectly, mm. um, and yeah, so it was just it's just been amazing that you've been able to tap into this realm, this world, and generate such rapid change in my energetic, emotional, and physical states, because it's 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 been, um, gosh, massively beneficial for me.
1: Oh, and for me too.
0: And you know, I
1: feel like my whole life has just like everything, <laughs> everything that I knew, everything, uh, what my life was it has just changed so differently now. It's like the life as I've known it has just ended. and something beautiful has come out of this and it's it's not going to be easy I'm going to get ridiculed and criticized and mm. questioned and you know it's going to be hard but the thing is is it's worth it because this is what I believe in and this is what works for me and what works for a lot of people and it's something I'm so passionate about and you're passionate about and there Mm. are people who've reached out as well who are passionate about it and they're curious because they want to find another way because something else hasn't other modalities haven't been working and that's totally fine it works for some it works for it doesn't work for others and that's you know we have to be there we have to keep trying and creating things to help people move along with in life we have to help each other And that's i just really love this modality i think it's just so powerful
0: and it just works so perfectly with, like, our very nature oh, as can't spiritual believe beings. I can how everything's
1: just aligned. Yeah. I, have n- I did not think that something this perfect would just come into my lap.
0: Well, isn't this another manifestation that you, you <laughs> asked for at some point in time and you had to go through the I entirety did. of this year? Everything you had to, I guess, like, suffer through in your oh, kind yeah. of existence up until this point in time was all part of the process of getting you to here today.
1: This year, honestly, like finding theater after this year is the greatest gift that i could have gotten from all the shit that i went through this year. Mm. It is just and i'm going to take hold of this mm. and i'm going to carry it with me for the rest of my life. I hope.
0: It feels like i i you know there, there's no way that i can go back to you know a, the way that i was thinking or the way that i was living Neither. um before you discovered this because it's it's just totally Changed and also consolidated our point of view. It's kind of validated everything validated. that we were sort of thinking, yeah. um, but just provided it with a, a stronger framework, um, which is just, just great.
1: Oh, I'm so grateful for Viana and what she she surrendered to, because it came to her, and she was like, "I am not, I am not." Um, what you choose to do with this is up to you. I've passed on this wisdom. You are now it's in your hands yep. and you get to transform it the way you want. This is just the message. And she keeps getting more and more messages and how to develop this theater healing. Yep. And you know, she connects and she hears messages. There's more and more. There's so much more to learn and I'm really excited about it. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Very just keep developing and I know that you'll keep, you'll keep growing and you'll get better and better and better. Mm. Um, so that's that I'll probably wrap that up for my testimonial. I have more stories because <laughs> we've just done so much for the last like two weeks of just diving yeah. deep into like my energy and my like being. Um, so yeah, we could talk for hours on it. So okay. I'll just leave that one there. Maybe more will come up in future conversations, which I'm sure it will. I'm sure it will. Um, but I want you to provide your personal testimony on your ear.
1: Ah, oh, yeah. So I've been deaf in my left ear or at least 60% deaf in my left ear for as long as I can remember. It's been there for ages. And the one thing that I want cleared and healed completely is my ear before I kind of take on anyone kind of thing. I I really believe that I can do this. So... You're like patient zero. I am. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I'm using myself because I'm like, I want to know, because this has been something that I've... I felt when I was when I was in primary school, I remember I was talking to one of my friends. It's so vivid, this moment. It's just, it's so weird, the memories that we hold. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm talking to her and we're talking about um, like um, part, the sides of our body, which is stronger and weaker. And I'm like, oh yeah, like my right ear is stronger than my left ear. Like I'm deaf in this ear. And then my friend was just looking at me like, what? Like, yeah, that's not right. Mm. And then I'm like, oh. What a weirdo. So there is a plant seeded there and the, the plant seeded, there's seed planted and it came back later. Hmm. So I kind of was like, oh, that's weird. I thought everyone had this. No, they didn't. We got tested. It was like 60% deaf. This yeah, was, so you were officially tested, I, yeah, right? I yeah, I was officially tested. Yeah. And like I couldn't hear. And I'm like, oh my God. So, but the thing is, the more I believed that I was deaf, the worse it got. And I really wanted to change that because there's been something inside me that has just is a knowing that I, I want to heal this. I want to use a modality, a healing modality that can just heal it completely and i've had like i've always had my doubts because you know it's it's so physical it's such a big block and i genuinely thought that it's actually damage in my ear even
0: before you discovered theta we were talking about it like there yeah. is something there is something that exists in this world yeah. that will help you heal that ear. i
1: just know it i just mm. knew it so i've been working on it and i've oh, <laughs> the visuals that i've seen you know just grabbing just pulling out that luck whatever it is i've also been interfering as well like creating my own visuals like you did with the, with the, it, ego. With the ego coming yeah. in yeah so it's like i'm like no i'm this is the shits leaving me you know but what i've learned from it is you know the things because it happened when i was younger so usually when we when we're kids we're very open and we 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 don't have any set beliefs, so things happen. We lose our hearing. We sometimes lose our sight. Um, things happen in our bodies because we're, we're a lot
0: more malleable as yeah, young as young yeah we're very, children. That's
1: it. So and we can really change on a cellular level what's happening in our body. So obviously something might have happened when I was younger that allowed that. Really, I wanted to just shut out, and I. Probably made myself deaf because I don't think there was an an incident that happened that I lost my hearing. The, mm, that this, wasn't like a trauma. No, because I've asked my mum, I've asked my, I've asked everyone, and I'm like, I don't think there was anything there. So I don't feel that there's a trauma connected to it. It's just been there ever since. So obviously over time it's gotten worse. And I was like, all right, well, what is it, you know? And then I've been working on my belief systems and changing them and the feeling systems like i i know what it feels like to listen with both ears and i want to program myself and download that into my body so i because i just believe that that's it's that simple i just if i believe that for me anyway i if i believe that that's possible i know it can happen mm. and it's just something that i just know to be true yeah. and today i was actually working on it and i was working more and more and more because uh, last week it actually popped open just a little bit and i was like oh my god it's happening. This is when I was talking to you randomly. I was like, popped. I'm like, oh my god, oh my god, my ear just popped. Am like, I like a popped, like open? I was like, shit, this is amazing. And then today, it was a, like a bigger pop mm. because I was like, okay, well, what's connected to this? I, I am, I trust myself to listen with love and believing that everything that I hear is for my greatest, for my highest good. Everything that could possibly be being part of this blockage in my ear I just wanted to I just wanted to get in me so I could just pop it open and I just felt like there was this there was like this just clearing I had a, it was a picture of this visual it was like this circle and it was blocked but it was like a rock had just like a boulder had been just pushed out and popped open and all the light kind of shone through and it was just empty and I felt that too because wow. could as I was talking, and because I, I was saying out loud all these things, and I'm in that space of theatre, and I'm listening, and then I'm feeling it, but I'm also feeling it, but I'm also seeing it at the mm, same time, mm. and it was just clearing up slowly, 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 and it didn't pop open, but it was I could hear, mm. I couldn't really, like, oh my god, I can hear with both ears, I can he- I can hear with both ears, like this is amazing,
0: it's incredible,
1: and I was just smiling because I was like I want to smile so my body knows that this is true, I want to be able to remember this moment. And it was, it was inc- incredible. And although, and although it's still a little bit muffled, doesn't mean it's blocked. It's just, I have to train that sense back.
0: This is something we, we were talking about. Cause you, you feel like at this moment that it, the blockage is gone. Yeah. Oh, but, I,
1: I muscle tested. I even asked, I asked God, I was like, well, is this c- completely gone? Yes. Like, oh.
0: Cause this is something we were talking about. <laughs> it's like now that the blockages have been removed and with my nose as well, that yeah. the, 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 the the beliefs and the the kind of just systems that are holding the blockage yeah. in place have Creating. kind of been removed. Yeah. Um, my nose, maybe there's still a little bit to go. Maybe it is all the way gone. Not sure. Probably still needs a couple of sessions left on it. <laughs> um, but for your ear and my nose, it's like they... Because it's been such a long time that we've been out without, for you, the, the hearing sense in that ear. For me, it's the yeah. smell and taste. Yeah. Um, it's like we have to retrain our bodies now yeah. to... Pick up those senses again. Cause we
1: can't forget that we are human. Mm. I mean, we are we are living in a magical world and stuff, but we still have to eat well. We still have yeah. to be in a human live a human life of course yeah so you have to make sure that there's, there's a balance and you also have to just because something's healed doesn't mean you can just take advantage of it and being like oh yeah i can hear great and just figure yeah. out you need to really still work on that yeah part like train of being, it train like a, it. a muscle that's it so because
0: like because i was saying like you don't or yeah. you don't just go into theater and go i want really big biceps like <laughs> and it doesn't work like that you know you need to work at getting yeah. you know muscle strength and muscle size and involved that's it. And it's the same with, like, the hearing, right? You've been without hearing that. Your your hearing faculty in that left ear has just weakened through mm. lack of use. That's it. And now it's about strengthening and training that back up. am
1: believing that it's actually... Because I'm always like, okay, well... I, because I've had a belief for so long that I'm deaf in this left ear, mm. I'm now removing that, yeah. being like, I can hear fully at 100% in my left ear. Because that's the
0: other thing you got to be conscious of, is that that old belief doesn't slip back in.
1: Because it's been there for so long. And although we can remove it, you also still have to be on top of it and check in. It's where it's
0: really have- like you have to be responsible for yourself. Yeah. You have to hold
1: yourself accountable for it because it's like okay, well, I've done this healing, but I don't want to make I don't want it for it to be for nothing, you know. Like it's like when you want to manifest your future and you you're doing them doing your manifesting work. What do you do? You just okay. So you're going to make a vision board and just look at it. What are you going to do to take steps to get there? What are you going to do to strengthen the hearing of your ear? What mm. are you going to do to, um, you know, keep yourself healthy and re- keep that cancer away? You're going to keep yourself healthy. Like there's things that you need to do to maintain that state of that healthy state of being.
0: Put yourself in that like experience of pure health and abundance of self too. So like visualize but also like project yourself into that Mm. image of you or that portrayal of you who've has full function of both ears. Or, yeah, or, or is cancer-free or is living in the space that you want to manifest for yourself. Yeah. And just the, and like you say, like engage your senses in that, in those images, in those manifestations. Well,
1: that's why visualization works when it comes to manifesting things yeah. because you need to visualize, it's not just visualizing it, you're experiencing it. So, when mm. you are want to manifest this particular house, which we have this house that we want to manifest mm. and... I put myself in that house. I open the door. What does the door look like? I open the door. What does it feel like when I walk in? What does it smell like? What's the weight of it? What's the weight of it? What is on the walls? What's mm. on the floor? What's the floor made of? What is, what decor do we have? Um, what's the couches like? Who's in there? You mm. know. What's the outside look like? What experience it and feel it as if it already exists, so you know exactly. So, you know exactly what space you need to be in, what state you need to be in, in order to manifest that at that house yeah, so yeah. I'm like okay well I need to be this version of me mm. so do I wait for that version of me no I be that version of me right now yeah. I change my the energy and the me on a cellular level yeah. so I'm going to work on myself and I know that this energy healing is a massive part of where we're going to go where our what the vision of our future is, is going to be yeah. and I know that is going to be this theta is really just come at a great time because we're ready mm. it's it's crazy. And
0: thus begins the process of achieving that that goal, mm-hmm. you know that end. And I'm sure only for another another goal to be re- to establish, uh, be established from that point,
1: because mm. it uh, doesn't end there.
0: No, yeah. it doesn't. Nothing ends until you die. Ultimately, yeah. life is just an ongoing process from conception to death, mm-hmm. and it is just a interplay of challenge and manifesting and and why growth. not enjoy
1: it. Why not enjoy the process? Why not enjoy the challenge? But if you start enjoying it and know that you're going to get something good out of it, you actually change the way you are in that challenge. And it's not as hard as you think it is, mm-hmm. or it's not as you don't struggle as much as you think you would. Yeah. Because I know that this is for something. And, it,
0: and it, that's a trust and surrender and knowing that you are getting there where you want to go yeah. in the fastest, most perfect way in possible. The most perfect way, yeah. Um, and it, it, just, it just takes awareness mm. and and trust of that process See, See? <laughs> anyone that's listened up to this point and is at all interested in the stories that we've shared from our own personal experience with this and the passion that we have and it's it's resonated with you at all please 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 feel free to get in touch with us oh my
1: gosh it'd be amazing
0: and and share if you've had any experience with theater if you've if you have any information about it, if you well, if you um, know
1: nothing about if it, if you know nothing about though. it, and you want to
0: know even more. Um, if you want to have a session, you know, just just let us know anything at all. If you're if you're interested in connecting over what we've spoken about today, please feel free to let us know. Our details are in the sh- in the show notes. So, yeah, besides that, thanks for sitting down and sharing this time with me, Uj. Thank
1: you, my love.
0: Thanks for sharing your time with us. We hope you enjoyed the episode. If you have any thoughts regarding the conversation today, or just want to get in touch and share your experience, we would love to hear from you.
1: You can find us on Instagram at Logan and Yuzha, or send us an email at loganandyuzha at gmail.com. Thank you for listening, and until next time, with infinite love.